the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? With attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 34 of Say What? Where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including how to hold the Biden administration accountable. That's right, George. We need to hold the Biden administration's feet to the fire for sicking the Department of Justice and other federal agencies on parents for the crime of simply loving their children and wanting to be involved in their education. So a couple weeks ago, we did an episode where this stuff had just unfolded and happened. And so in today's episode, we really want to talk a little bit more deeper about the ramifications, uh, some of it positive, because we're also grateful that that uh, Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland did this because it really helped in Virginia. (laughs) It really did. It certainly animated the voters there, and hopefully it will nationwide. But I think, George, it's important to give our um, listeners some some background just by by way of uh, uh, memory. The National School Board Association, so this is the, the nation's association for school board members, Uh, wrote a letter on September the 29th, and this was addressed specifically to the White House, to to the Biden administration. And in that letter, they complained um, about parents, uh, angry parents showing up at school board meetings and um, uh, citing their concerns about what their children are learning in the in the public school system, so critical race theory, you know, sex and gender theory, mm-hmm. uh, rewriting of our, our history books, all the things that we talk about regularly on this program, and we've seen it a, a, across the country. Of course, Loudoun County in in Virginia was, has been sort of the focal point, at least in terms of the news cycle, for publicizing. Uh, upset parents about what their kids are being exposed to in the public schools. Well, apparently, um, uh, some of these parents, and, and this happens, and this is, it's terrible whenever it happens, and we always tell parents involved in their children's education, be civil, mm-hmm. be kind, be respectful, respect authority, but you have every constitutional right to make your concerns known. 
And if your voice gets raised, if you tend to get upset a little bit, well, you know, parents are justified uh, in being upset for what's happening in the school system. And there have been a number of incidences where, you know, Nazi salutes and things like that, you know, some, some weird people have done these things, which is concerning to a school board member. I would, I would be concerned. But this has always happened, George, uh, in these kinds of things. And when these kinds of things happen, it's always a matter of local police forces and jurisdictions to handle these problems. What distinguished this letter by the National School Board Association, it was written to the White House, to the Biden administration, very detailed and demanding that they take action at a federal level to mobilize all of their their departments to essentially surveil parents Mm -hmm. and to chill their First Amendment rights. Well, here's the astonishing thing. Less than five days after they wrote this letter that it was sent, the DOJ responded. Um, Two things happened. Uh, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, wrote a letter in response to this. And then as a follow-up, the Department of Justice wrote a, uh, a public release about all the things that they were going to do to respond to this parent threat to school board members. And this got national attention. But the interesting thing was that the DOJ's letter was almost a mere image copy of what the NSAB letter uh, had written. Very, very very strange. And the fact that it happened so quickly, Mm -hmm. that, that their response was only a matter of days after the National School Board letter, very strongly suggests something was going on here, that these two groups had been talking for a long time. Yep, and uh, we we one of our partner uh, organizations, Parents Defending Education, uncovered a lot of this through their FOIA requests. They did, yeah, yeah, for sure. As as, as other organizations have as well. In fact, the the I, I think the FBI actually set up a hotline. Uh, they use their National Threat Operations Center, what they call NITOC, to basically encourage parents to think on each other, you know, report on each other. If there's any suspicious activities, you as a parent, you know, should be aware of this and call this hotline. Well, George, this reminds me uh, of East Germany's Stasi. Those were the kinds of uh, things that they were doing to encourage, to keep the population in check, to encourage people to rat on each other. Uh, it, it, extremely troubling w- what's going on here. This is exactly what happened in Romania. Uh, you, you had it just snitching at every level. And now it's being encouraged by our, our federal government, namely the Biden administration. Well, we've talked about this issue before on this, on this program, but something has happened recently that we wanted to make our listeners aware of. And it is a set of recommendations, and other groups have put out similar sets of recommendations, but this one happens to be from the Heritage Foundation. And we thought it would be um, uh, wise just to share this, uh, what the Heritage Foundation is calling the Biden administration to do. And it's not just the Heritage Foundation. Uh, There have been uh, judiciary hearings on this matter. 
In fact, Mary, very animated. Very animated. <laughs> uh, Merrick Garland has been called to account uh, on more than one occasion. Uh, some of our our viewers have, have have probably heard the testimony that he gave in response to Josh Hawley's oh. inquiry and Tom Cotton's inquiry. Uh, it was not impressive on on the part of the AG. Um, so now. Heritage uh, Foundation is demanding the following from the Biden administration, and there are five things that they're asking for, and these are things that POK would endorse as well. Here's the first one. Number one, the Department of Justice must immediately retract the October 4th, 2021 memorandum, which was issued in reaction to a since-retracted September 29th, 2021 letter from the National School Boards Association to the White House, urging the Department of Justice to view parent protests at school boards as a form of domestic terrorism. And that's what the NSBA letter said. These parents were acting like domestic terrorists. Yep. And in fact, they even asked that the Patriot Act be be brought invoked, to bear. Invoked, yep. <laughs> invoked and brought to bear, which was brought about after nine eleven uh, in response to foreign terrorism. Mm-hmm. Parents aren't domestic terrorists, George. And the other interesting thing is that even though the NSBA publicly apologized, it didn't do that to parents whom they insulted. Uh, It just did that to its state affiliates. The memo was not to parents. It was just to its state affiliates. And I guess the the good news um, is that even when your apology is not sincere um, and not rightfully directed to the the groups of people you've insulted... um, the state affiliates, I think, also caught on. To date, over 23 out of the 49 states that have been affiliated with the NSBA, they have retracted their affiliation. So this organization is, is falling apart quickly. Uh, hopefully that trend will continue. I think it's unprecedented, not only that they would write a letter to this effect, but within a, a matter of weeks, apologize and completely retract it, even if it was just to their affiliates and not to the general public. Yeah. Very meaningful, George. Mark, here's my hope. My hope is that if, I mean, this is unthinkable. Parents, think about this. When, when have we ever seen a union crumble like this? This is a union. It's a union for public school board members, over 90,000 of them. That's right. Can we get this to happen with the teachers' union to crumble in this very same fashion? Well, last week we talked about the miracle in Virginia, the political Mm -hmm. earthquake that happened with the gubernatorial election uh, between Youngkin and McAuliffe. And we saw what parents who were exercised about what's happening with their children in the public school system can accomplish at the polling booth. And if it can happen there, it can happen across the countries. We need to hold these unions' feet to the fire. Yep. So that was the, that's the first thing that the Heritage Foundation is asking for, a retraction of the DOJ response. Now, the National School Board Association, they have apologized. The federal agencies have not. Whew. The Biden administration is still um, – uh, determined to to go ahead with their program of surveilling parents, uh, which is very concerning. So if if the letter that 
premised, this entire action by the DOJ has been retracted and apologized for. It just makes sense that this was overreached by the DOJ, and they should, they should retract this memorandum as well. Number two, the number two thing is that the Heritage Foundation is asking the Department of Justice Inspector General to initiate an independent investigation into this matter. Yes. They're not the only ones asking for an investigation. Reed Rubenstein, uh, an attorney with America's First Legal Foundation, um, is also asking the, the nation's Inspector General, Michael Horowitz, for a formal investigation into this matter. And I think what the, you know, like parents' rights, parents defending education, they're almost doing this because through all these FOIA requests, they're figuring out what actually happened um, and that this is just collusion. It it has to be. And imagine, uh, George, if the shoe was on the other foot, Mm. that it was a conservative group that had written a letter to a conservative administration And within a matter of days, a conservative administration had mobilized federal agencies against some block of people that it didn't like. Can you imagine the outcry from the other side for investigations? We saw this during the the Trump administration. Yep. Uh, His entire term was inundated by these kinds of internal investigations. This is one that needs to happen. And if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Number three, uh, the Heritage Foundation is asking that Attorney General Garland must submit himself to an ethics review. Why? His son-in-law has business interest in promoting critical race theory curriculum and professional promotion of so-called social and emotional learning, SEL. Now, this is an interesting one. It's very interesting. Uh, Mary Garland's daughter is married to the co-founder of a Boston-based company called Panorama Education. This is a company, George, as you know, that collects data from students in grades K through 12 specifically to better facilitate social and emotional learning. And parents, if you go back to like episode somewhere 10, 11, or 12, uh, we did an entire episode on what social emotional learning is, and it's creepy. It's creepy. This is social engineering of our children. It really is. It's very dangerous stuff. It's getting into their heads and, and toying with what they believe, what their core beliefs are, usually uh, given to them by their parents, mm-hmm. and re-engineering uh, their beliefs and values according with to, to what the school system wants. Yeah. So the, the fact now that, that this happened, that this uh, dictate came out from the DOJ to chill parents' um, uh, interest in the public school system, that would have a direct impact on programs like SEL being taught in the public schools. And if there's a connection between chilling parents' involvement that involvement saying, we don't want this, this, these curriculums in our public schools. That needs to be investigated. Mm-hmm. Number four, the White House, FBI, Department of Justice, and Department of Education must fully comply with all congressional member House Judiciary requests for documents and information 
specifically regarding, number one, or A, contacts between the White House and these departments, contacts between the NSBA and the federal government, and then, you know, the steps the Department of Justice and FBI have taken basically to date to comply with the DOJ memorandum. I mean, all of this stuff needs to be taken back. It really does. I mean, just to unpack this a little bit, the, these contacts between the White House and these departments regarding the memorandum, explaining how this memorandum sent on the 29th be, effectively became the DOJ's memorandum on October 4th. Mm-hmm. This needs to be investigated, George. This, it seems like there's collusion that's happened between them. These contacts between the National School Board Association and the federal government from the time that President Biden became president, going back to uh, all the way to January. What kinds of conversations were happening? Who was talking to who? These, all this needs to be brought to light. Uh, what steps did the, the DOJ and, and the FBI, what have they taken to comply with the DOJ memorandum so far? What actionable steps mm-hmm. have they taken? We, we would like to know about that. Was there any legal review taken to ensure that the memorandum didn't infringe the constitutional rights of parents to speak freely, to petition their government, to associate with other concerned parents and organizations, and to exercise their parental control and authority over their children? Wouldn't it be interesting to know if there was a formal legal review of these policies before they implemented them? Well, they sure did move fast, so (laughs) I don't know. These are all very, very valid questions. And finally, the fifth um, uh, demand by the Heritage Foundation and others is that the White House must rescind the appointment of Viola Garcia, president of the National School Boards Association, to the National Assessment Governing Board. Since no individual who promotes and supports such abuse of government power should be in a position of public trust. So, Mark, what is that? What is the National Assessment Governing Board? So this acts as the national um, sort of report card of Mm -hmm. how national education is being conducted. Are our public schools doing a good job? So a lot of federal money goes to support uh, state and local public schools, and there should be an accounting for that. And so the National Assessment of Educational Progress is the function in the federal government that sort of scans the horizon of all the public schools and gives them a report card. How are you doing in reading, writing, arithmetic, all of these other things? So you can imagine if the leader of this organization is ideologically animated. Mm -hmm. These are the things, for example, that we think are important. Critical race theory, sex and gender theory, whatever it happens to be. They have the power to reassess, to remeasure how the public schools are doing. And we know, George, as a fact, that the public schools have been failing miserable for decades now. Big time. If you just look at the literacy rate, prior to to public schools being instituted in the mid-1800s, literacy in the United States was 90%. It's less than 75% now. Um, On virtually all measures, uh, uh, the Pew Foundation does the study, PISA does a study every year as well, measuring how Americans are doing against other developed nations. 
per yeah. our educational dollar. Mm-hmm. And we always fall year to year in the middle to lower rungs of academic performance. So if you have somebody like Viola Garcia, who is the president of the, of the organization that sent this letter to the Biden administration asking them to mobilize against parents, and now she's going to be in charge of the reporting agency. You can't make this stuff up, George. Isn't that a conflict of interest? You would think. Wow. You would think. I, I, I mean, I never heard of this person. Um, I never heard of this governing board. So I can just imagine... Um, you know, parents all over the country. There are so many governing bodies and associations that we have to contend with here. And this is the level of, um, you know, others call it the swamp. <laughs> uh, but as you dig and dig and dig into all of this stuff, it, yeah. it's it's hard not to call it that. That's right. Um, be, because it seems like there's just no end to these collusions, conflict of interest, um, and crazy things happening that really only have one common denominator, and that's an ideology. It is an ideology. In fact, I was listening to an interview with Victor Davis Hansen yesterday, and he was talking about this permanent sort of fourth rail of government that exists in Washington, D.C. And the National Assessment Governing Board is one of those organizations. And they exist without any accountability to the voters. These are federal agencies. They exist on their own. They make up their own regulations. They make up their own policies. They're beholden to no one. Mm -hmm. They have total job security. And yet they're responsible for so many of the regulations that are governing American behavior, including in the public schools. Wow. Say what? It's time to hold them accountable. Yes. So we think these demands by the Heritage Foundation and other organizations, Parents Defending Education, are very, very reasonable. And we, uh, we are encouraging, therefore, our listeners to contact their local representatives, their state uh, representatives, their re- uh, congressional representatives, and their senators to demand um, – that they hold uh, the Biden administration's feet to the fire. So you can do this very easily. You can go to the Heritage Foundation. You can find uh, the demand that that we've, we've talked about, the foundation Heritage Foundation recommendations to DOJ. You can just Google that and write a letter to mm-hmm. your representative demanding that they hold the Biden administration's feet to the fire. So you you want to do this to both your your representative to the House and also to your state senators. State senators, that's right. Two two per state. Two. So these actions are a necessary first step to begin undoing the damage caused by the politicization of the Department of Justice and to reassure parents that members of their own government will not label them domestic terrorists <laughs> and threaten their freedoms in pursuit of political ambitions. Wow. Well, Mark, I know we have a minute left here. Um, parents, it is so vital for us to unite, to hold our publicly elected officials accountable. And one of the ways that we do that is in how we vote. That's right. And one of the ways parents can also do that is in putting up candidates 
for local school boards and for city council and for all of the other um, positions uh, that align with our values as parents. It really does. And we're less than 12 months out from the next election. So we really encourage parents because a lot of parent groups have been springing up all over the country. Now that you have that network, transform that into something powerful. Here, here. And so please, parents, start organizing from now. Find qualified candidates from within those groups of parents. Run for local school boards. Run for city council. Run for county school boards. We can take this country back. That's how we'll take back our public schools. Yep. So that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us. Until next week, we'll this goodbye from Say What? You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.com. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.